0: You are listening to the Fringe Radio Network. Fringe dot com. <laughs> Listening to Earth Oddity, a weekly odyssey into all the oddity planet Earth has to offer. And now, serving it up are Christopher Tiny Sullivan and John Wong.
1: Welcome, everybody, to another edition of Earth Oddity. I am your host, Tiny, and uh, I'm now going to introduce the real pick for the new Supreme Court of the United States, Mr. John Long. John yes. Long, how you doing that's today? That's right.
0: Yeah, everyone knows that um, I'm basically Judge Judy in male form, so I've, I've watched a ton of daytime court shows when, after I closed my restaurant, and I feel like I'm very qualified. Yeah, this frat boy,
1: Brett, you know, yeah, that's, that's just to take all the heat. Right, and let the you know let the Democrats feel like they've won a battle, and they're right. like, okay, well, we're not going to put him up. Here's the real pick. This is going to be me. John
0: Long, which I would, man, I can't even explain the amount of stuff that would come out about me if I were to like go up and be questioned in front of Congress and all that. That's I would have to decline the nomination. I'm like, no, no, I don't want my kids finding out all that stuff. So. Yeah, that would just be horrible. So, yeah, I left all that behind. I don't need to brought up again. <laughs> but there was a cool hashtag on Twitter that was trending today called, uh, I think it was like hashtag uh, Brett Kavanaugh scandals or whatever. Yeah. It was all like, you know, Brett didn't return a library book in 1976. And, <laughs> hey, yeah. he's got you beat. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. It was, it was just, it was funny, you yeah, know, because yeah. I'm sure there's going to be a million scandals, so everybody's just. I guess making light of it. I don't know, but, uh, I found it entertaining at least. So I I feel like when it comes to presidential candidates, Mm -hmm. doesn't really matter
1: what you've done. It does not matter. It matters not. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. We've, we pretty much, we're on record now. (laughs) Yeah. As a country. Yeah. We're whatever. We'll take you. But now the Supreme Court, I feel like that's a little bit different. You pretty much, if you want your pick, yeah. To have any kind of shot, you got to make sure he right. is squeaky
0: clean. And that's crazy to imagine. I mean, I'm just thinking about myself. Mm-hmm. And maybe that's why I'm not a judge, <laughs> right. but you know, like looking back at my past, there's so many things people could bring up. Right. I mean, and I don't want to get into any of them cuz some of them may still be like I'm able to be prosecuted or something <laughs> the like that.
1: Of limitations yeah. may not be up on right. some.
0: <laughs> but, uh, like, how do you find someone that's just that perfect that there's not going to be anything wrong with them? I, I don't know. Yeah, that's a good question. I have a friend who's a judge. I should ask him. Yeah, that's a, that's a good point. Cause, I could probably tell I some mean, stories on him, though. I am not say... I,
1: Everybody, at some point, was a teenager. Right, yeah, and, and did even something if you, stupid. And even if you didn't do something illegal, I'm sure you've done something you're ashamed of. I've right. done tons of stuff I'm oh, ashamed of. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, look,
0: I, I am burdened <laughs> with regret and guilt. <laughs> Like on a daily basis, <laughs> and that's just my life. I've yeah. learned to live with it. I've actually tucked it deep down inside of me, and, and I only think about it at night when I try to go to sleep about <laughs> yeah. all the things I've done wrong. So you
1: buried your past, yes, right. literally, literally, literally. Back. yeah, right, <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> yes. Oh, you got any good stories today? Yeah, I got some great stories. Uh, I got a drunk driver who tried to light a cigarette with his burning car. Yeah, so. <laughs> That's what you call being lit. I have a man
1: who, with no arms, who's been charged in uh, stabbing somebody. Oh, wow, okay. So.
0: <laughs> well, I guess I can get it kicked off here. Yeah. Uh, you know, you had to work today, didn't you? I did. I did, too. You know, I had a long, long day at work. Yeah, for the
1: audience, we're actually recording super early this yeah, week. because that's right. My co-host, uh, he's going to be out of town next weekend.
0: Oh, I'll be out of town. This... And he
1: didn't want to miss another show. He's, right, he's
0: missed two. I know. I mean, people are going to think I'm not committed. I was
1: going to say, third strike, <laughs> you're out. He's worried yes. about you know, right, the other John getting his job. Yes. So,
0: <laughs> so for people who don't know, my uh, one of my sons, Hudson, has multiple congenital heart defects. He's had open heart surgery. has a pacemaker. So this weekend, the uh, Children's Hospital and the Cardiology Department puts on a A camp for kids who have heart problems and uh, really like pacemakers, Mm -hmm. uh, uh, defibrillators and things like that. It's called Wired Together. They do it at Lake Martin, and we're going to that. So sounds I fun. Can't miss that, you know. Yeah, yeah. I got a miracle son, by the way. You know, I mean, <laughs> I don't brag on him enough. You know, we don't talk about the fact that he's had open heart surgery a few times and all that. Probably as much as we should, but I don't want him to feel like he's defined that yeah, way. Yeah, and also I would just like to say that
1: he doesn't need your sympathy because no. he is a smart. Yeah, he is a smart kid. A oh yeah. super smart kid. <laughs>
0: and if you didn't see him with his shirt off, you wouldn't know yeah. anything was wrong with him, anyways. You know, you would just think
1: to yourself, that's a that's a that's a smart kid. Yeah, that keeps going places. Yeah,
0: (laughs) yes. but So, yeah, and I don't want him to feel like he's defined by the fact that his heart was made different than everybody else's. Mm -hmm. You know, you can't miss out on heart camp. I'll just say that, you know. (laughs) It's a big deal for him, so I'm not going to miss that. But I didn't want to miss the podcast, too, because it's a big deal to me. Yeah, yeah. Try to fit it all in. Plus, I feel like Hudson kind of looks up to you being a podcaster. Right. Well, I've talked to him. I really think I want to start a podcast with him because he's really into history. Like, you know, Hudson doesn't read like uh, the Treehouse books or whatever. Mm -hmm. You know, He reads like World War II history books and stuff. Right. He's totally into history. And I was like, we should do like a kid's history show. Yeah, absolutely should. You research a topic and I can just ask you questions about it and let you talk about what went on, you know? And uh, he hadn't got on board yet with it. I think because I'm involved, you know?
1: <laughs> yes. I mean, that's
0: really my feeling. I'm, just, I'm not even lying, not even trying to be funny. I think it's because he doesn't want to do it with me. So, <laughs> well, <laughs> I thought maybe I could get his brother in on it, you know? And I yeah. asked Thomas about it and I was like, that's lame. Because, he, you know, he's trying to turn into a teenager and everything's lame. <laughs> yeah, so. Right. so, yeah, I don't know, but if, I thought if it'd it would be it was great.
1: your job, like, you know, if you were picked as the, the next Supreme Court justice, yeah. you, you they be like, think I would be like, whatever. Yeah, right. No. <laughs>
0: (laughs) and yeah but I thought Hudson would be perfect for it he's got a great personality he's a funny kid he's a witty kid yeah I mean super witty super funny very quick you know like his his mind works very quickly Mm -hmm. and I was like man you'd be probably better at it than, than I am. And it would probably be successful, you know, and who yeah. knows, you might, you know, we could do a YouTube thing and everything. He's like, nah, I don't know. Not
1: don't to mention, that. he's like, you know,
0: he's a kid. So by right. the
1: time he was 18, he couldn't help but grow. Right. You know? Yes,
0: exactly. Yeah. And you just do an episode whenever you feel like it, man. You know, that's what I was trying to say. You don't have to get into any kind of schedule, you know, you got things going on in your life. Uh, <laughs> he started acting, by the way. Um, he did a play at First United Methodist Church yesterday that's why we weren't at church last Mm -hmm. night not you know we weren't out drinking but we were (laughs) with the methodists so (laughs) kid stole the show i mean he was he was just perfect in it so and anyways, we need to do a podcast. Yeah. <laughs> I quit talking about my kids. And they're all awesome, though, by the way. Anyways, so I had a long day at work. I moved right. furniture. I essentially moved about four houses worth of furniture today all by myself. I wanted to bring up this guy. I posted this in the Facebook group. That is, mm-hmm. He's my hero. Um, this comes from the National Post, and the headline reads, Spanish civil servant fired after skipping work unnoticed for more than a decade. <laughs> Oh, man. <laughs> a public servant has been handed a nine-year ban from public post after it emerged he had been absent from his $75,000 a year job for more than a decade. How much a year? Seventy five thousand dollars. a Holy
1: year. Holy cow!
0: Yeah, right. I know if you're listening to this in like you know other places, that may not seem like a lot, but in Alabama, that's a pretty good I was chunk about to say, of change. Yeah,
1: I, I mean, I don't make that much. No, you know?
0: no, me either. No, I want to <laughs> make that much, but I, I mean, don't.
1: I, I suppose if if you counted like the benefits we have, we'd probably right, be yeah. you know right in that neighborhood. But yeah, just just, just gross, yeah, just yeah. gross pay. No, I don't make that.
0: Well, every morning, Carlos Riccio, an archives director in Valencia's provincial government, would turn up at his office, clock in, and head out again before coming back at 4 p.m. to clock out. But you got to say, oh, man, man. <laughs> coming back at 4 had to be tough, you know? Yeah. I mean, that's, I, Poor guy. I admire Poor his dedication. <laughs> I admire his dedication. Uh, it was a routine he managed to maintain for 10 years until last summer when, after colleagues began to raise suspicions, he was fired. A tribunal in Valencia has now delivered the nine-year suspension over what it said was a flagrant neglect of essential duties inherent to the work post. So what they've done is said, you can't get hired at another, go- another, another government job for nine years. So, Ricio right. repeatedly claimed that he was not to blame for his absence. <laughs> <laughs> I do die. I, I, I eagerly await his excuse. Well, I'll say this. <laughs> I feel like he and I are like kindred souls <laughs> yeah. because, I mean, and my parents could come in here right now and testify, I'd just deny everything <laughs> until there's no other option. <laughs> he's still in it. He says, I do documentation work out of the office, the work of a slave. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Working like a slave means that I work so that others get the fruit of my labor. The tribunal, though, said investigators had failed to turn up any record of work he claimed to have done for over a decade. (laughs) So So he's a slave because he says he is? Well, and I imagine, (laughs) you know, he's, I mean, not to side with this dude, although, I mean... (laughs) We need minds like him, you know. <laughs> and I also heard that he's been hired by the Alabama state government, <laughs> you know, already. <laughs> yeah. He fit in just fine with them. But uh he's an archive. Like director or whatever. Yeah. And uh, his work's probably been digitized over years. And there's just like really probably nothing for him to do. You know, it's like he's got an assistant who scans everything into yeah. the computer or whatever has to be done. And, and he's not going to go to his higher ups and say,
1: Y'all really right. don't need me anymore.
0: Well, and also, <laughs> speaking of his higher ups, I feel like whoever his boss is who hasn't noticed he hadn't been at work, maybe for you're ten kind years, of slipping on the
1: job. Yeah, too. right. Yeah. I feel
0: like it's a little loosey goosey over there in the Valencia <laughs> <laughs> province in spain like uh, but i mean that's I, I admire his dedication that getting out and coming back at four i mean that's rough
1: because <laughs> you already
0: have like had all day sitting around doing whatever playing call of duty or whatever he does <laughs> and uh he's got to get back up and go clock out at the end of the day I feel like you just find a friend at work and go, and just, hey, <laughs> hey, Tiny, I'm going to slide you $100 a week. All you need to do is clock me in, clock me out. You right. Know? You don't say anything, I don't say anything. You're going to be a little richer, I'm going to be a little richer. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Man, That's that's how I would play it.
1: You know, what do you think would be worse? I know mean, you, you are talking about how terrible that would be having to go back at 4 o'clock out, but what about getting up early yeah. when you know you're not
0: going to – True, yeah. You're getting up early just, just to, go to go swipe in and yeah. come back home. I mean – I have a job for the most part. I'm on my own. You know, I, I, I kind of do my own thing. I mean, they'll know where I'm at and stuff. Right. But if I wanted to like slide out early, there's there's probably a chance that no one would know. Now, I'm not doing that in mm-hmm. case my boss is listening. I've never done that.
1: <laughs> and I
0: never would do that because it's just as honest and I don't mind the work. It's fine. Uh, it's not like slaving digging ditches or anything <laughs> it's, or not like you're a, it's not like archiving are like you're an archive right. director <laughs> but uh i could do that but i feel like he played it wrong like you can't do that every day like you gotta wait three or four hours let linda down the hall see you you know be in the yeah. break room get a cup of coffee you know say hey to everybody how's your kids doing how's a little league soccer game Is they're in spain i guess mm-hmm. they play soccer you know, how's that going? What about that World Cup match, you know? You can't just like clock in and boom, I'm out. You got know? to mm-hmm. you got to play it smart, you know. And you you could probably he probably could have done this for forever and only worked until 5 reti- hours a day <laughs> until he retired. Right, yeah. yeah. And now he's he's messed that up. You know, the gravy train's over. Um, yeah, I work a union job. I know that's controversial. <laughs> oh, <laughs> in certain yeah. circles, you dirty union.
1: <laughs> but yeah. I was- I was told when I was a, a youngling when I first started out where I'm at, I was always told uh I'm gonna say mess with. You can mess with the company but you gotta do it on this side of the clock. You can't do it on that side of the clock. Okay. Yeah. All so right. if he had that job, you know, just hey, bring Bring your laptop into work. Yeah, right.
0: or, or bring your PlayStation yeah, into work. Right, sit there and read a book. Yeah, do whatever. Play on your phone. Update your Facebook status and start all a right.
1: podcast from yeah. the from the archives, Exactly. You know,
0: yeah. <laughs> he just he just you got just greedy. Gotta, you just, just got to do it in the office. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh man, keeping
1: this work for ten
0: years. I, what, I mean, I don't know. Assuming he's married. We're, reckon what he told his wife, you know, maybe she was in on it. She was may cool, been but, in
1: on it. Yeah, I don't know. But I
0: can't see me, like, going to work, clocking in, and then coming back home. Either after if you got to
1: keep that up, I mean, just start a new family. Yeah.
0: Right. Just have a whole new life. That's a whole separate life. <laughs> yeah. I'm with you guys during the work day at 4 p.m. i got to go clock out, and I go back to my other family. There you go. That works. That, that That's logical. Yeah, I don't know. But, I mean, the guy's got moxie, you know. Yeah. Like, <laughs> (laughs) to pull this off for a decade (laughs) and who knows it probably started happening before that the decades just probably the time frame they put it in you know he probably figured (laughs) out like man man, i can start sliding out a little (laughs) early from work okay i'm going an hour early nobody noticed okay i'm gonna go and then like that first day he was like all right i'm gonna go into work i'm gonna clock in and i'm coming back home i don't feel like working today or whatever yeah and he did it and it worked and he was like oh I just oh, keep doing it. Yeah. This is I'm on to something. I've discovered something right now. So I
1: will say me personally, if I was caught and I'm being summoned to a tribunal and all yeah. this. Yeah, at that point, me personally, I think I would have been like, Well, you know what, it was good while it lasted. Yeah. But there there's no need. There's no <laughs> Right. We don't have to get the tribunal no. together. We don't have to do it. I just that's I'll right. go home. It's like when... <laughs> like I do every day, you just don't have to pay me this time. <laughs> well, I'm thinking like,
0: it's kind of like when you were like in junior high and you knew your girlfriend was going to break up with you, so you break up with her first, you know? <laughs> yeah. I would just be like, here's my letter of resignation, guys. <laughs> Thank y'all. Y'all have a great day. You know? Can I get
1: a good reference?
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just get on out of there you know, before <laughs> they charge you with anything. <laughs> it gets all in the news. But I mean, hey, I... have I've applaud this man for being able to do that. It speaks to, I guess, government inefficiency all over the world, not just <laughs> right. in America. Yeah. There are probably. Think
1: of all the directors in our government. Yeah. I know
0: this was in, what, Spain?
1: Yes. But here in America, think of all the directors that yes. could be doing the same thing. Right. They're just smart enough to come in and. Hang out for a little while. Loaf at work. Yeah, right.
0: Yeah. <laughs> well, I guarantee you there's one of them who read this story and was like, oh, You know, I could probably pull that off. (laughs) And probably today they clocked in and were like, hey guys, I'm going to go to the bathroom. They slipped on out of the back door and they're gone. Yeah. I mean, you can do it. Just yeah. get your calls forwarded to your cell phone or whatever. And if somebody calls you, you're like, hey, Tiny, I need you to scan these documents into the archive. You're like, oh, okay, all right, I'll, I'll be Absolutely. right Absolutely. Yeah. And then you call your intern, your yeah. unpaid intern, right. by the way. Yes, hey, right. I need you to scan these documents. Yes. Hey, Bob on the seventh floor needs you to scan all this stuff. <laughs> Go up and get it for him and get that in the computer. Uh, I'm out running some errands, important work stuff. I'll be back <laughs> hey. in a little while. You know, I'll I'll see you in a little while. And you go right back to your Call of Duty game. You go back to your Call of Duty (laughs) game. Yeah, Thank you for your service, sir. Trying to save the world here. (laughs) That's right. You got to fight Nazis, guys. I mean, goodness. I
1: mean, I got my team. They're counting on me. (laughs)
0: That's right. I'm a member of a team.
1: (laughs) They need me.
0: They need me.
1: Uh, Next story. So, you know, this is actually actually an older story, but we had some personal input to this one. This was sent in by uh, Mr. Johnny McMahon. All right. He's owner of the Fringe Radio Network. Yeah. Uh, Johnny Bravo. Animal rights activist arrested after attempting to rescue chicken from a truck crash.
0: Okay.
1: An animal rights activist was arrested after attempting to save a chicken from a truck that crashed Monday near Battleground while carrying thousands of birds to a Kelso processing plant. Mm. Shortly before 3.15 p.m., a truck carrying five to 6,000 Foster Farms chickens crashed at about 13 miles outside of Portland. The crash spilled live chickens from their crates onto the road and down an embankment next to the highway. Trooper Will Finn, a spokesperson for the Washington State Patrol, said Tuesday that the chickens remained surprisingly calm. They just bedded down and they stayed there, he said, while a Foster Farms rescue crew worked to load the, chi- the chickens onto a new truck. The scene also drew onlookers. Some of them brought their kids down, and they visited and watched the cleanup, Finn said, the crash also... Which, <laughs> That's funny right I mean, there. I was about to say, Hey kids, y'all get to... in the
0: truck. Let's go. There's a chicken truck topped over. Let's get in the truck and go watch them. They say there's only rednecks down south. <laughs> I can't judge. I would go watch too. <laughs> Me too. I, know I, I might hate. even swipe a chicken. That's what I'm thinking, buddy. Hey guy, we want some fresh fried chicken tonight. <laughs>
1: So anyway, the crash also caught the attention of an animal rights group. According to a press release sent out by Direct Action Everywhere and confirmed by Finn, animal rights activists arrived at the scene to support the chickens.
0: Okay, support them. <laughs>
1: so here we go. Now we have which the chicken rescue crew, which they're trying to rescue these chickens to the, yeah, the processing they, yeah, plant. Yeah, take them to the processing plant. <laughs> yeah. Which
0: I've loaded chickens from a chicken house into a truck just like that before once. Yeah. one of the worst jobs I've ever had. <laughs> I made like $20 of doing it.
1: And that's a job you're not going to be slipping out on. Yeah. For shout, 10 years. shout
0: out to Jeff Roberts if you're listening.
1: That was your dad <laughs> taught me into doing that one day. One activist, Amber Canavan, attempted to save a hen but was arrested after a nearly hour long standoff with the police. Oh, there wow. was a standoff, dude. Officers <laughs> pride put down th- the chicken. <laughs> you know, she's like, "No, <laughs> that, chickens have feelings too." I would
0: say the first part, like the put down the chicken, could be said at any Southern Baptist potluck, <laughs> harkening back to last week's episode. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Officers pried the chicken from her arms to send her to slaughter. Oh, right. Uh, Finn confirmed that Canavan did attempt to remove a chicken from the scene. We did have to pry the chicken out of her hands because she refu- was refusing to give it up, he said. Which, I mean, I assume she's wrestling with these cops, you I know? guess so, you know? <laughs> Just tase her. And while she, was, she, while she wasn't exactly sure of how long the interaction with the woman lasted, it could have been about an hour before we moved in on the chicken. <laughs> <laughs> the chicken returned to the Foster Farms team, and Canavan was arrested and removed from the scene. Uh, she was not booked, but she was, she was charged with misdemeanor theft. Aww. According to Finn, roughly 30 activists came to witness the scene, including a woman who repeatedly attempted to go down the embankment to reach the chickens. Officers asked her to stop for her safety, and so she left. So she was smart. She yeah. was like, I'm in... I'm in all the way up until the cops get involved, and then
0: I'm like, right, out, yeah, you know. yeah, yeah, yeah. no, I'm got, I'm not getting arrested over a chicken. <laughs> right. I mean, I love animals, but not enough to go to jail. <laughs>
1: yes, okay. So she came back to the scene, and she was wearing an orange vest like she was part of the cleanup crew. <laughs> so now she's trying to sneak <laughs> oh, in. Oh, it's sneaky. <laughs> <laughs> she continued to try to reach the chickens, Finn said. When officials asked her to leave again, she said, I'm just here for the chickens.
0: I'm just here for the chickens. And <laughs> I said that before,
1: and uh, our buddy. Johnny, he said that after all this, you know, happened and all the chickens got carried off and whatever, like the animal animal rights people, they came back and they left like those little, like, you know how someone dies in a car wreck and right. the family will come back and do flowers and put like a big cross up on right. the side of the road where and you have to see an accident. Yeah. They put up a whole bunch of like little white crosses for all the chickens. I think that's uh,
0: <laughs> I just thought of this and I think it's funny. So I'm going to say it. I would call that a Kentucky pride cemetery. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but anyways, I, I'm I love animals, right? We all love animals, right? They taste I, delicious. Yeah, well, I'm saying like a chicken is basically a vegetable with legs and wings. You know, right. like it's it's I don't know what other purpose it serves other than getting eaten and laying <laughs> eggs. Do you? No, but. Just the other day, I was thinking.
1: I wonder what you know. What was the chick- chicken ancestor? Yeah, like Cause I I mean, a T Rex. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but seriously, you think you know chickens?
0: Just like you said. Yeah, I mean, I mean they, they don't. They're
1: dumb. Yeah, They'd just waddle around. Right, they crap.
0: They, they will <laughs> eat their own crap if you didn't know. By the way, they're barely sentient.
1: Yeah, I mean, they weren't always like that. Were they? Aren't they like that just from mass farming? You I, know, I don't, I don't know. What I mean, was, was there an ancient chicken ancestor that was like a powerful, you know,
0: tribal warrior or something <laughs> way back in the day? Well, I'll say there is an industry for fighting cocks. Right. Okay. That sounds dirty, but it's not. All right. Not legal here in the States. No. But there are many countries where that's a normal pastime. I will say if you put two roosters together, they'll fight anyways, whether anybody's there (laughs) betting on them or not, you know, for people who have never been around them. They're they're not like friendly animals. (laughs) Right. They'll fight. And it doesn't matter if me and you are saying the Rhode Island Reds going to win. Now I got 20 on him (laughs) or whatever. They're fighting anyway. Yeah. But I mean, I'm not advocating chicken fighting or anything. And those are not like your normal chicken house raised chickens. You know, they're right. like, you know, big, beautiful, magnificent roosters, you know, and even those are not, I mean, it's not like they're what they're just there to get eaten, right? By everything foxes, us wolves. So I'm, I'm just saying like, even the ones that aren't like factory farm raised because mm-hmm. the people like buy and sell them. If you don't know, if you go up past Northside, side there's a bunch of roosters you know mm-hmm. over there I, I don't think the dude's fighting them but i think he probably sells them to people who fight them so <laughs> i don't know for sure you know yeah. yeah. if anybody wants to investigate that and if you're listening sir I'm not trying to take out your business or anything I'm sure you just love roosters you know it's kind of weird you got like 75 <laughs> of them in your front yard all of their own little houses to live in So, <laughs> but yeah so I'm just saying I don't think chickens I think God put them on earth for to be eaten right it's like a food source well if not by us by the other by other animals by, yeah other animals right. yeah because yeah. like a fox will tear up a chicken a raccoon will eat chicken I mean yeah chicken's get eaten all the time by wild animals. That's yeah, one and, of the I, and I've made
1: this argument. I don't want to get on my soapbox or anything, but I've made this argument before, too. You know, these I feel like sometimes these animal rights people, they act like humans are the only ones eating meat.
0: Right, yeah. And they're not. Right. <laughs> you no. know,
1: but if I, anything, we eat meat and vegetables. Right, yeah. You know, we're, we, we're we omnivores. Deal with the carnivores first, Okay. <laughs> You need to you need to go to them first because I do occasionally eat a salad. Yeah, right,
0: yeah. Right before a,
1: I get my eighteen ounce steak.
0: <laughs> I'll eat a lot of vegetables as long as they're deep fried, you know? <laughs> like God intended them to be. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I think I think that uh I, I'm all for people loving animals and we don't need to be cruel to animals or anything like that. I, I get that. I, I really do. Mm-hmm. But we also have You know, how many ever people are in America? What, like three hundred and fifty million or something? Seven billion people around the world that we need to feed. And some of that is got to cram a bunch of chickens in a house and grow them and (laughs) send them to the slaughter plant. And that's just the way it is. And I'm sorry, chickens, but you're tasty. And uh, if God didn't want me to eat you, it would have made you so tasty. (laughs) Right. If you don't want to get eaten, evolve a big giant (laughs) talon and chop off people's heads. You know, fight back. Yeah, I don't know. To me, it's
1: just just kind of a... so natural sele- isn't that how natural selection yeah, works? Yeah, something like that. Yeah. I don't know. If you don't, don't want to get eaten, you
0: gotta you better eat. you gotta get bigger and better than <laughs> That's the, right. and the, next the predator. Yeah, yeah. And I, you know, I don't know. What if we're ruled by like chicken overlords? <laughs> like they take your advice and now they're pecking <laughs> us and eating us. Wow. What else we got? I'm still on the employee employer kick here. Uh, this one goes to everyone's favorite retailer, Walmart, mm-hmm. who has patented an audio surveillance tool to monitor employee conversation. George Orwell, 1984, (laughs) is alive and well at Walmart. Retail Colossus Walmart just patented a new technology meant to monitor employee productivity via audio surveillance of checkout counters. The technology, which Walmart calls listening to the front end, aims to increase employee efficiency by using sensors to monitor sounds that can indicate how long lines are like they really can't <laughs> Like they don't know. Come on. <laughs> How many bags are being used? <laughs> and most unnervingly, conversations among employees or between employees and customers. Um, unlike Amazon, Walmart has the burden of a physical retail store, which costs more money than Amazon's largely automated warehouse and delivery systems. So it's unsurprising that they're looking to squeeze as much pro- productivity out of workers as possible right now this is just a patent though so right. they they hadn't really started putting it in and it's they un- haven't worked the- basically
1: they haven't worked out the bugs right. it doesn't work yet well
0: <laughs> i don't want to step out here and tell walmart how to run their business but i feel like a microphone hooked up to a speaker is really all you need you know like i don't <laughs> what kind of patent are you trying to get here it well
1: here's the thing here's the problem and this is the same thing with you know video surveillance you know if you can have a camera watching people, you can have a microphone recording people, but see then you gotta pay somebody to go watch all true. that video. Yeah, very true. And you gotta pay somebody to listen to all that audio. Yeah, right. Now Google's working to fix this right now because they're in the future they're gonna have AIs yeah, robots that, that watch all that and listen to all that. Yeah. And that's when it's gonna get really scary. But Uh-oh. I would just like to tell Walmart, we're fascinated by your listening to the front end technology. <laughs> but just just hire another checker. Okay. Yeah, I mean
0: really y'all. Like, got, like you
1: don't know those yes. You know those lines are long. Yeah. You don't need a microphone installed right. all your cash registers because there's you only need three because right. there's only three registers exactly. that are open. <laughs> well,
0: that's what I'm say, <laughs> When are the lines never long at Walmart? Like, is there a Walmart I've never, where I there's not I have been a line? in there at
1: two in the morning yeah. when I was in my early 20s and yeah. didn't know better. Right. And they were still long. It always, still took me twenty always. minutes to check yeah. out.
0: And I thought when they got the self checkout thing going, I was like, "Oh, now we're now we're cooking," you know. <laughs> but nope, nope, that hadn't helped out any at all. Because yeah, half of those a, aren't working too, and you the know? ones that are, people are lined and up and they're screwing up, and they're trying to figure out how to use their debit card or I can't write a check at this. And there's you that know?
1: one nineteen year old. Yeah. girl who yeah it's just there. doesn't really care anything no. and i don't blame her because no. she's not getting paid enough right. to care about the checkout yeah. she's more worried about you know her facebook right. post or well, whatever well and
0: she's been there for like nine hours anyways because a person coming in didn't show up for work and just quit and she's, and still, she's probably been cussed out oh you yeah know, like eight everybody. times yeah because
1: right. they couldn't work as yes. to right. register you know yes. Yeah, I don't know. Walmart, you instead of microphones, you need more checkers, okay? Yeah, yeah I mean, and simple if, and solution. If, and if you are going to pursue this microphone technology, you probably only need to pay right. for three because you've only got three registers right. open at any given time.
0: Well, I want to shout out Walmart for your online grocery pickup. Now, that is- That is like where it's at. Yes. I mean, that is that is where it's at. I just, let's all move to that. Everyone, <laughs> yeah. you know? And we can schedule our times and pick up our groceries and come in and get my stuff. And I don't have to mess with anything. That's that's innovative. Yeah, right I'm there. with you there. Yeah. That
1: That is life-changing. Right. right.
0: Based on the application, Walmart's patented surveillance system will use a series of sensors in the cashier area to collect audio data, everything from beeps to rustling noises to conversations between guests and an employee stationed at the terminal. This is a a quote from BuzzFeed's Mm -hmm. article. Uh, It would then analyze this information and use it to calculate various performance metrics for the employee. Most invasively, the system could also be used to analyze voices of customers and guests to see if they're interacting and even listening to what they're saying. Well they're
1: interacting. All right. (laughs) I'm sure you. i
0: say, in a way, that part I actually like. Like, if you have a a customer that is going to be dealing with the public, You want them to have a little bit of personality, you know? And you don't, I mean, we've all had the checkout lady who's just, she's done and she's just there and she don't even say, Hey, how you doing? Right. She won't even tell you your total. Cause it's displayed right there. <laughs> you know, those people in my mind, they bother me. Now I always take it as a challenge. Like I'm going to make this person laugh before <laughs> yeah. I get online, you know, like whatever I got to do, I'm going to make them laugh. And so I always try that. But if you're, you know, I can see Walmart being interested all right, you know, so is, Christopher running aisle two down here, actually, you know, being friendly to our guests that are in our store. Yeah, you know, that's well, that's I cool.
1: was the first three customers, <laughs> but <laughs> right. yeah, not, now not bit. so much now. Yeah, because this
0: guy's gonna <laughs> cuss me out and I had to do do. 15 price checks for him and now I got a line that's backed up to the clothing aisle you know yeah. which it always gets backed up to the clothing and aisle and it's
1: me and Becky and Joe yeah, right. And it's the three of us it's all and three it. and I
0: got some dude standing way in the back already mad he's like in between a rack of bras and panties and like airbrushed summer t-shirts just waiting with a buggy full of groceries and I can already tell he's going to holler at me when he gets up here about how we need more <laughs> checkout people you know and I'm going to be like I know right yeah right <laughs> you're like well look i don't i'm not the guy who puts people on you know i don't do the schedule i just show up when they tell me to show up so but yeah uh i guarantee you walmart wouldn't have an employee be absent for 10 years like the spanish, <laughs> no. the spanish government would you i was know?
1: say you you call in once and they're, like, they're probably like you know what we're just gonna get yeah. a new guy
0: <laughs> yeah we'll just get a new guy We we'll pay somebody else it'd be fine <laughs> you yeah, go ahead and take it easy so anyways, surveillance of this kind is known to actually make employee productivity worse. Uh, several <laughs> studies have shown that there is a psychological impact of pervasive surveillance. Uh, it tends to increase resistance from employees toward management who feel rightly that they're in an oppositional rate relationship. The only way to conduct, control this kind of surveillance other than the benevolence of the employer is if through demands by an employee union. There you go, union guy. <laughs> uh, but as we all know, Walmart employees have no union thanks to relentless union busting campaigns by the company. So they're not big fans of the union. No, not at all. <laughs> no, they don't want to get involved with all that. They'll shut down a Walmart in a heartbeat yep, and yep. go open just up
1: one like in a town over three miles down the road. Yep.
0: Yep. <laughs> yeah. So Walmart's just, they're turning into big brother. Yeah. Yeah. And I'll say, I put surveillance cameras up in my store. Shout out to Tom Joyce, who helped me put them in, because I didn't know how to do it. He basically did it. I wouldn't say, help me. He did it. He did it. And it was kind of interesting. It became like my favorite TV show. (laughs) I would like go up at the end of the night and do all the books, and then I would head down to my office, which my office was not an office, but that's a whole other story. It looked like a (laughs) Cambodian prison cell or something. (laughs) But, uh, but, and I would just like watch the, the tape from the evening when I wasn't there to see what was going on, you know, and it was quite interesting because when I first put them up, everybody was aware, you know, yeah. and after about a month, people just forgot they were there. And, uh, and you know, I'd see people dancing or whatever. <laughs> and I would like video it and send it to Andrew, you know, who worked for me forever. <laughs> and we would laugh about it. And, you know, it was, was kind of neat, you know. And I saw a guy clean out the t- tip basket one night. So got to, Got to get on him for that. So (laughs) it's just fun. Just fun stuff. And that was just the stuff you caught, too. I actually have on my phone a video of someone pulling, cocking, and pointing a gun at me at my store. Are you serious? Yeah, still on my phone. Recorded off the surveillance. Dude, you need to post that up in Facebook. (laughs) I can't do it because the dude who did it. Did he get away? Oh, yeah. No, I knew him personally. Oh, snap. I'm not going to use his name, but I'll tell the story real quick. Oh, man. So it was late one night, me and Jonathan Roberts. Uh, shout out to Jonathan, uh, America's favorite sailor. He was in the Navy for, for a long time. And HVAC man, too. If you need HVAC work, oh. hit me up. I'll put you in contact with him. We were working, and we were back in the kitchen, like, washing dishes, getting ready to close down. This guy that we know comes in the door and hollers, like, real loud. Now, we don't know it's him hollering. And I like lean my head back out of the kitchen and look, and I see it's him. And I'm like, hey, man, don't be hollering. That's how you get shot. (laughs) Well, he had had several, several drinks that night. Right. And so I'm just laughing. He crawls on top of the counter and is like wild man and out, you know. So I start walking up to him because I'm like, we're happy fun time here now. You know, He's, (laughs) he's drunk and all that. And all of a sudden he reaches behind him and pulls out a pistol racks one into the chamber and points it right in my face (gasps) and i'm like happy fun time is over (laughs) yeah but you know i wasn't scared at all i I don't know why i just i mean really because i've been i've been wanting to die for a long time as an airplane (laughs) flies over our studio the uh brenda and eddie long memorial studio here (laughs) uh but yeah i mean i don't know why that just—I wasn't afraid at all, and so I just kind of propped up on the counter, and uh, then he like racks all the shells out of his clip and uh, or out of his magazine, and uh, they hit land all over the ground. I pick them up, hand them to him, <laughs> dude. I would have been like, they're mine now. And then he <laughs> falls backwards off of the counter and lands on the floor, and then like stumbles out the door. Oh my gosh. And the next day I went to see him and I was like, "Hey, you remember you me? almost killed me." I was like, night. "You remember this last night?" And He was like, "No." And I was like, "Well, let me show you cuz I had it on my phone." Oh, snap. And he was like, "I am so sorry, you know." And I was like, "Yeah. Well, I mean, you You, you almost know. killed me. You owe me one, buddy. <laughs> yeah. You you owe me. You owe me all of them." <laughs> right. And he was like, "Well, look, I need you to promise that you'll not tell anybody I did this." So, I would have been like, uh, I've already told everybody. <laughs> well, I was like, everybody who was at work knows. I was like, everybody who was at work knows about it, because we all watched the video like 10 or 11 times and laugh at you falling off the counter. <laughs> i have been
1: like, give me the gun. Yeah. Come on, uh, hand was, it over.
0: He was very... Uh, Before you hurt yourself. He was very remorseful. But I could have died that night. Yeah. So, I mean... Sounds like it. Thank you for your service, John. That is horrifying. Yeah. Man. Right. Yeah.
1: If that dude is out there listening to this,
0: I doubt it. But yeah. <laughs> yeah you stink, dude. <laughs> no, I mean, I don't know. I'm I, I was. I'm still not upset that he did it. I mean, in fact, it, it's kind I was of. About
1: to say, I'm more upset about this than you
0: are. <laughs> first of all, that's not the only time I've had a load of gun pointed in my face. I'll say that too. Dude, that dude almost destroyed my podcast before it even started. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so I still have the video on my phone. We'll watch it later. So it's, oh, man.
1: Another story here. This headline, you're going to love this. She had a stolen car with mismatched license plates. That happens. But a dead owl, oh. California cops say. Okay. <laughs> so That's against the law, by the way. I know that. This comes from uh, the Sacbee.com. The first clue might have been the mismatched front and back license plates, but then a traffic stop on a stolen car in Scotts Valley, California, got strange, police say. A Facebook post Saturday by the Scotts Valley Police Department north of Santa Cruz reported that an officer pulled over Kristen Azeves, Azeves maybe? Yeah. Anyway, after a check found her license plates did not match her vehicle. Okay. So, stolen vehicle and and license plates have been swapped to try to throw them off the scent. Yeah. Further checks revealed that the car had been stolen from Santa Barbara earlier in the day, reported KION. A search turned up various other stolen items, including credit cards that had been left in the vehicle by the owner <laughs> and which had been fraudulently used. Of course. ASVs A's or ASVs, police say. And then there was the dead owl. <laughs> <laughs> police offered no explanation for the presence of the deceased bird in the vehicle in their Facebook post. Uh, The lady, she was arrested on suspicion of possession of a stolen vehicle, fraudulent use of a credit card, and possession of a deceased bird of prey, reported uh, KSBW. Wow. And that's the end of the story. It's got her picture here. And (laughs) again, she's just, you know. I mean. Well, that's just so odd. I I'm, so I'm sure what's that, I'm the sure chain to, of events I'm there? Sure please come across stolen vehicles yeah. and it's there's probably stolen credit cards. It, if, if someone's in a stolen vehicle, it's probably not out of the ordinary for them to have a stolen credit card right. or maybe some other hot merchandise yes, right. on the scene.
0: They're like, Hey, Carl, <laughs> there's, there's an owl in this car. <laughs> there's
1: a dead owl.
0: <laughs> yeah. It's
1: like a whole new, I mean, like you may have.
0: I have a friend, Paul West, shout out Paul, who <laughs> hit an owl one time with his car while he was driving. He also hit a cow, too, by the way. Yeah. Paul will take out an animal. <laughs> but yeah, like an owl flew out in front of him and he hit it. So I was like, I wonder if he like hit the owl and then was like, oh, cool, I got an owl. Let me throw it in the car or whatever. I don't know. But yeah, that's that's wild. And I'm sure that's not on that's your- That's a felony, yeah, isn't it? That's like up. a big deal. Yeah. You do not- You can't even have feathers of a bird of prey no. unless you get like- a. Uh, you know a BIA card, a Bureau of Indian Affairs card, or clearance through that. But and I've heard stories of, like
1: you said, people you know hitting, hitting them with their car, right. or where it's unintentional. They didn't right. go out and hunt this bird of prey; it right. just happened. But you know, you can't even, you know, you can't even get it stuff. If you want if you want to have the the animal like taxidermy, you have to go through all, all this all this process stuff and then yeah. you still don't get to keep it. You have to donate it to, to like somebody a,
0: else, yeah, a conservatory or yeah. the natural history museum or an
1: avi- aviary or right. something like that. Yeah. Yes.
0: Well, my older brother one time He's passed away, so I feel like I can tell his story. Can't do anything to him. He shot a hawk one time.
1: Oh, dang.
0: Well, we were young. I was, cause, you know, he, he passed away when I was very young. And so he was, he was a teenager. We were hunting. we were at my great grandparents' house and we we're hunting squirrels or whatever, shooting birds with the 22s and yeah. stuff. Cause that's what you do in the South when you're young. You arm up and go out in the woods <laughs> yeah. and just shoot stuff without any adult supervision. All right. All I know is he, he comes back. Like dragging this hawk behind him and he was like, it landed on a limb right in front of me and I was just shooting at it. And I didn't think <laughs> I would hit dare,
1: it. How dare that hawk?
0: He's like, I didn't think I'd hit it and I killed it, you know? <laughs> and then my great grandfather was like, that's really awesome, you know? <laughs> and, uh, and they like, I remember like cut the, the talons off of it yeah. or like the feet off of it uh-huh. and tied ropes to his tendons so it would like close and he like, my brother would torment me with that, and like chase me around <laughs> and stuff. So yeah, I mean, I, 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 just cool story. I don't know. I'm in a rambling <laughs> mood tonight, but yeah. yeah. So my brother, my brother killed a hawk one time. Wow. So, <laughs> yeah. Right. And that was back before, because hawks have made a big comeback in Alabama. Right. So that was back when we probably could have gotten in a lot of trouble. But we didn't know any better. I mean, we didn't know it was against the law. Yeah. You know? Just kill a hawk. So <laughs> one thing we've never done is drive drunk. You know, <laughs> uh, a suspected drunk driver tried to light a cigarette with his burning car. <laughs> Uh, This sounds like a Florida story, but it's not. It's a California story. Okay. Yeah. Uh, It's out of Sacramento County. A suspected drunken driver went back to his burning car Sunday to try lighting his cigarette using the flames, according to to CHP. (laughs) Amy Walker with the CHP says Robert Quigley, 25, rear-ended an SUV that was stopped in traffic on westbound Interstate 80, just west of Antelope Road. Everybody knows where Antelope Road is. Um, At the time of the crash, Quigley was driving around 75 to 80 miles per hour. So he's booking it. A CHP officer spotted the car after it burst into flames and turned around in traffic to help. Now, I guess the collision didn't alert the officer, only the (laughs) flames. Um, As he did, he spotted Quigley switch seats with his female passenger. Dang it! Classic (laughs) drunk driver move right there, you know? Uh, Quigley later admitted to the officers that he was behind the wheel at the time of the crash. A witness told officials that shirtless Quigley went back to his burning car to light his cigarette, singeing part of his eyebrows off in the process, according to Walker. <laughs> Quigley later told the officer at the scene that, yeah, I'm not afraid of fire. I deal with this kind of stuff all the time. <laughs> <laughs> Walker said Quigley sustained a burn on his neck from his seatbelt. So, like, a seatbelt burn. Yeah. Um, no one else was injured in the crash. Uh, Quigley has been charged with suspicion of drunk drinking. I'm sorry. He's been charged with suspicion of driving under the influence and is being and is being booked into the Sacramento mini Oh, come on. <laughs> sacramento county main jail this is the second time he has been picked up for a dui in the last week after oh, no. grass valley chp stopped him during a separate incident so old boy's got a problem you yeah. know I like yeah, the party absolutely. but yeah his little mugshot's kind of precious if you want to look at it there he's he's missing his <laughs> eyebrows a little yeah. burned off uh, But, you know, I mean, high pressure situation, you need a smoke, calm your nerves down and all. I kind of get it. <laughs>
1: he didn't have his lighter. Yeah, he so. probably
0: left that inside the car. <laughs> uh, our next
1: story comes from number seven news, Miami. Ooh. All right. Miami man with no arms charged with stabbing a Chicago tourist. Okay. <laughs> so a homeless Florida man with no arms has been charged with stabbing a Chicago tourist. Miami Beach Police say 46-year-old Jonathan Crenshaw held a pair of scissors with his feet and stabbed the (laughs) 22-year-old Cesar Coronado just after midnight Tuesday. Wow. (laughs) The Miami Herald reports, that Crenshaw is a popular fixture in the area known for painting on canvases along a trendy spot in South Beach. According to the arrest report, Crenshaw says he was lying down when Coronado approached him and kicked him in the head. Wow. So this is his, his side of the story. Yeah. Police say Crenshaw stabbed Coronado twice and he fled the scene. A friend who was traveling with Coronado, and this is their story, they said that they asked him, went up to him and asked him for directions. And then suddenly he jumped up and stabbed him in the arm and was taken to a hospital. Grinshaw has been charged with aggravated battery. Uh, so this is like a classic he said, she said kind right. of kind of situation. It,
0: well, for I, the dude that did the stabbing, it's it with no arms. I, I think it's pretty safe to say it was hard to disarm him. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Thank you very much.
1: Yeah, like I mean, I feel like Okay, I've been advised by people in the legal profession that when something happens, you want to be the first one to talk to the cops. Sure. Because for whatever reason, just just kind of the law of the land, advice to anyone listening to this, if something happens, you want to be the first person on the phone with the police because then you will be... Unless evidence points otherwise, you will be treated as the, the good guy, the victim right. in the situation. Yes.
0: Well, and you also want to say that you felt your life was threatened. You yeah. Know, I feel like that's a big one you yeah, need to throw out one. there. I, I felt like he was going to kill me. Right. You know, so I had to I had to get my scissors in between my toes and stab
1: him. <laughs> so I, I don't know what actually happened here. Uh, obviously, this Coronado guy, he went to the hospital and, you know, he's, he's the one who says that, Hey, we were just asking this uh, dude without arms you know, if he knew how to get to wherever, <laughs> and he stabbed us just out of the blue. You know, but if if it really did happen that you know this homeless guy was asleep and these guys just come up and start kicking him, yeah, that's a heinous thing to do. Right. I don't I don't blame him no. at all for stabbing him with scissors, well, especially if he had to do it with his feet. Yeah,
0: I'll say. You know, I mean, the dude's got some talented feet, anyways. He's painting and stuff with them, yeah. uh, but. Uh, if you get stabbed by an armless man, I mean, <laughs> that's a man card violation. You just got to get it back. You know, yeah. <laughs> you just can't do it. You know. <laughs> man, that's wild. I, I was I'm looking here on my phone. He's he's painted some pretty inter- intricate stuff. So he's yeah, a, he's an
1: interesting guy. Yeah. And I really hate that. You know what happened happened. I wonder. I wonder what kind of trouble you can get into. I mean, I, does it, I guess it depends on the severity of the injury.
0: Um, <laughs> right. No. I, I mean, it's could strong, be attempted murder, right? How
1: strong? Well, how strong are his feet? I mean,
0: you know, how bad was that cut? <laughs> I don't know. His scissors had to be pretty sharp too. You got to come with some force, you know. <laughs> yeah. I mean, just regular scissors, you know. That I would. And think, where does a homeless man with no arms keep those scissors? Right. I mean, he's not
1: going to keep them in his pocket. In his he? back
0: pocket, I guarantee
1: you. Yeah, <laughs> you can't get them out.
0: But according to what I was looking it's here, got to be shirt pocket, he's got like look. All right, so you see this? That's He's got like a little bit of a hand. Okay. To, look, look. He at can that. do the peace sign. Look at that right there. there. You see that? Yeah, he can do the peace <laughs> sign. <laughs> oh, that's wild. Yeah, I mean, he's got like a little... <laughs> yeah. He's He's got something he's working with there. But yeah, that's wild. Uh, this dude, he's He probably else. has scissors.
1: It's probably easier for him to hold scissors than it would be a knife if yeah. he's just got... Right.
0: no. Which he looks like like Jim Cantori from the Weather Channel like the dude that goes to all the yeah. the things but I mean if that if Jim Jim Cantori had like a drug problem and was homeless but that's I feel like
1: I, if if Crenshaw is, is right in this situation I hope they drop the hammer on the other guy
0: yeah right
1: and if uh, and if Crenshaw is you know if, he, if they really were just asking for directions and he stabbed the guy yeah I kind of want to say you know go easy on him you know <laughs>
0: I say, man, it's like uh, my theory of I I don't really hang out in bars anymore. But if you ever see like a a guy in a wheelchair in a bar, you know, sometimes they get drunk and they'll get very, you know, like uh, belligerent. Mm -hmm. And I'm just like, everybody take it easy on the dude because he's he he can't use his legs, you know. (laughs) Right. So maybe they'll be the same for this dude since he doesn't have any arms. Maybe. Moving on to our next story. This is from NBC, New York. A Giants lineman says the TSA spilled, mo- spilled mother's ashes all over his suitcase. <laughs> so we all love the TSA. Any of us who've ever flown, they're just wonderful people. Um, New York Giants defensive tackle A.J. Francis sounded off furiously at TSA agents on social media, accusing them of spilling his mother's ashes all over his suitcase. Francis, who is apparently traveling with his recently deceased mother's ashes, tweeted a photo of the inside of his suitcase on Monday. Hey, you pieces of, uh, <laughs> excuse me. <laughs> a poo-poo. Yeah, hey, you pieces of poop, Francis tweeted to the TSA. <laughs> uh, next time you, um, next time you feel the need to go through on mother's ashes for no reason. Make sure you close it back so her remains aren't spilled on all my clothes.
1: That's a reasonable request.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I agree. TSA tweeted back saying that officers are trained to handle carry-on and checked property with care and that out of respect for the deceased, under no circumstances should the container be opened. Well, that's where I'm hiding all my drugs from now (laughs) on when I fly. (laughs) Now that I know that. Uh, Please accept our apologies, apologies and condolences. However, Francis did not accept the apology, replying under all circumstances, F yourself. <laughs>
1: yeah. Elf. And for the audience, that was Elf yourself. Yeah, He's right. talking about the little yeah, app on iPhone app. at Christmas time. Exactly. Yeah.
0: Uh, Francis subsequently explained that he wasn't upset TSA checked the ashes as a security measure, but rather that agents didn't close them back properly. Francis lost his mother in June. Rip, mommy. I pray you find your peace. He tweeted. So I feel like he's got a legitimate beef yes, here. I agree. You know? I mean, I don't know about sticking your mom in in your suitcase. That seems like an overhead bag type thing. <laughs> you know, yeah. like don't don't check her and put her down in the hole because you know what they do. I mean, you've seen everybody's seen them load luggage. They just throw it in there all willy nilly. You don't put anything that's breakable. Yeah, that's in. a
1: good point. But at the same time, I don't want to judge anybody who's going through. You know. Yeah. You do all kinds of crazy things when you're grieving. So That's a very good point. Yeah, you a much softer heart than I do. <laughs> well, maybe he was thinking he just didn't want to you know, be thinking of her over him or something. Maybe. Well, maybe.
0: Yeah. You don't want to roll out either. Oh, you know, yeah, like it's true. getting some bad turbulence or something. She kept <laughs> yeah. rolling out, spills all over the right. interior of the plane. So, but yeah, that's tough. I mean, what do you do? Like, I guess you go shake them off out in the yard or shake your clothes off in the yard.
1: Yeah, okay. I don't know if I would think this clearly if I was, you know, in the midst of, you know, grieving someone close to me. But I, maybe FedEx it to yourself.
0: Oh, that's a good idea. You know, and yeah. then it's and then wherever
1: you get to where you're going, where you're going to, you know, spread her ashes or whatever. You yeah. sign for it.
0: Right. Local FedEx office and I don't know. Good to go. I don't. I don't know anybody. I, honestly, I don't think I know anybody who's ever been cremated. Yeah. Right. Do you? No,
1: but I'm thinking that's that may be. That may be what I do you if think I so? don't
0: if I don't go with like a
1: natural burial because I've also thought that's kind of cool where you know no chemicals no nothing
0: they they, stick they in plant you next to a tree and you fertilize the tree oh I want all the you chemicals <laughs> pump me up <laughs> yeah. pump me up with them I want to be <laughs> want to look the same you know at the rapture or whatever but yeah. So,
1: and th- okay, this was
0: a story we didn't talk
1: about on the show because I remember reading this story years ago, but, uh, you can have your ashes like put into shotgun shells and like okay. fire it off. That'd be kind of cool. Like yeah. in a cannon, fire it yeah. off in a cannon. Yeah, you
0: know, Hunter S. Thompson was yeah. shot off in a cannon. Right. Yeah. This Johnny Depp did that, I guess, or something. Me
1: personally, I, I don't, I mean, I guess when I die, I don't really care yeah, all that much about to. what happens. Right. I know other people who um I want I kind of like to have their cremains you know crushed down into a diamond yeah we so read that a story can, about that so right? that yeah. I can then you know fix that into a gauntlet and steal their powers <laughs> but that, again that's just about me becoming more powerful that's right in the universe I got you <laughs> yeah. okay
0: yes yeah I don't know I mean I doubt I mean. I got a place to be buried, you know? I mean, I know exactly where I'm going to be buried, so you might as well just stick me in the hole there, and that's fine with me. I'm cool with that. I mean, like I said, I got some pretty wild funeral plans anyways. Yeah, I remember you talked about your
1: funeral plans on the show, and frankly, I don't want to wait for you to die. (laughs) I think we should just celebrate your, celebrate you should have life. your funeral for like your 45th birthday or something, you know,
0: sounds like a blast. Just get it over with. <laughs> and then early, you'll be guys. there to enjoy it. Hey, yeah. And all my friends are still alive. I'm like y- And if you are alive when I die, you don't even have to come. Yeah. Guys, you've already been here for it. Yeah. Yeah. That's not a bad idea, actually. It's a great idea. Yeah, yeah. Come to John Logg's funeral. <laughs> yeah. I get everybody to and post. And then everyone's
1: like, oh, when did he die? What happened? Right. No, he's not dead. It's just, <laughs> he's got this great idea, all these plans, and it sounded like so much fun. We couldn't wait. But he do not want to miss out.
0: You know, <laughs> to get everybody to, to post yeah. on my Facebook, like, sorry, <laughs> see you go, John. Because, <laughs> yeah. you know, that's what everybody does when you die. Yeah, you know, they write on your Facebook, which is kind of <laughs> weird to me. I don't want anybody to write on my Facebook when I die, by the way. Don't note to self, right yeah. on John's Facebook. <laughs> don't, don't. I really would like people to write letters to my kids, just telling a memory of me. And, uh, maybe, I mean, like, even if you think I was a crappy, the most horrible <laughs> person in the world, write a letter to my kids like that, you know? Cause you're warts and all, you want yeah, to warts get and all, all encompassing right. yeah. view, <laughs>
1: value affected yeah. other people in your right.
0: life. And I don't want you just putting, you know, like rip John, you know, like, whatever, right. you know, Yeah, no, if you care, sit down and write a letter, you know, and send it to them. Yeah. So that way they can. You got to at least be able to name,
1: you know, three hits that (laughs) Sean Long has. If you're a real fan, (laughs) if you're a real fan, you'll know three of my
0: biggest hits.
1: And if you don't know three hits, then
0: keep your mouth shut. You don't really care. (laughs) No. (laughs) <laughs> yes. Yeah. It's, it's wild. I don't know. I don't. I don't think. I don't. Cremation doesn't appeal to me. Plus, right. you know, some people like keep the ashes. They don't spread them anywhere. It's like right. keep them like in a jar up on yeah, the mound. or whatever. That. Yeah. It's just weird to me. But right. I don't know. I mean, everybody's different. I just I don't know. You know, we're bad. If you die, we'll have you in the, in the ground in like two days.
1: I saw this tribe down in South America where they,
0: uh it's mummification, but not,
1: I mean, obviously they don't have access to, they just have access to the jungle. Right. But they using smoke from a campfire and, and they, you know, mummify people right. that way. Basically, they smoke them, you know, <laughs> and then they they go and hang them up on this cliffside, looking over the village. Okay. You know.
0: That's not creepy at all. And maybe if
1: I can get in good with them, maybe they can have me watching over their village. That'd be kind of cool.
0: I mean, now that we're talking about it, I guess we can bring up the guy who in New Orleans was shot and killed and his family. We put it in the Facebook group. That
1: was in the Facebook group.
0: His family. I didn't even uh, know if we'd talk about it or not. Propped him up like he was playing PlayStation or whatever. That's pretty wild. I actually went down a whole (laughs) rabbit hole of people who have been like, one guy was riding a motorcycle at his wake and, you know, like another dude was like, what do he have like his golf clubs yeah. with him and stuff? Again, that's kind of you know the dude. He was a murder victim. Right. He was yes. murdered. I mean, he was a yeah.
1: teenager. What was awesome. he nineteen? Nineteen years old. Yeah. He was shot to death. Right. Tragedy.
0: Yes. Um, but Interesting. It's super funny, though. It's interesting how his I mean, family decided to go find display that thread. his remains at the weight. Yeah. I put some pretty good pictures in that thread, I felt like. <laughs> yeah. And then the one I texted you that we can't put out of public was probably my favorite of all of them. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I was wrong, but it was funny. <laughs> you know, sometimes wrong is funny. Yeah. But, yeah, yeah, so you can have that done. If you want to be like, you know, whatever your hobby was, water skiing, they'll put you, you know, with a tow rope in your hands and sitting on your skis and – Right there in the middle of the funeral home, I guess. So that's weird. And
1: maybe I would kinda of like to get the number of the funeral home that did that yeah. because maybe my parents would like to have me, you know Yeah, you know, embalmed and, and sitting up in front of a microphone like I'm podcasting. Doing a podcast. You know, doing a podcast.
0: <laughs> <laughs> That'd be kinda of neat. Yeah. I wonder what I don't know what I would get, you know, if I could if I could do that. You know, how would you stuff me, you know, or oppose me or whatever. Mm-hmm. I don't know what it would be. Uh, my hobby is just like sitting around doing nothing. So it's just like sitting there with, which he did well, have. I was like, say, he's, he like had video
1: games and he had some snacks too. He had Doritos <laughs> yeah. and a zebra cake, by the way. Yeah, which I was
0: have. like, man, what y'all going to do with that zebra cake and all this stuff? Is? <laughs> you know? Like, oh, I mean, I just going to throw it away or, or what? You know, let me yeah. have that. I don't know what I would get done, you know? I would try to get something really cool though. You know, like oh, he's rock climbing. You know, like chubby me, like hanging (laughs) on a cliff or something. So, everybody was lasting and fresh. Be like, oh, John really loved rock climbing. I didn't know that about him. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Have you photoshopped into all these
1: pictures? Yeah, right. Like, yes. Hanging off a cliff somewhere? Yes. That'd be great. And really, their photo just off like the North Cliffs <laughs> website. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> they got you photoshopped in it. That would be
0: great. That would be awesome.
1: All right. I'm going to call an audible here since we're <laughs> talking about dead people. Um, <laughs> This is. Uh, this comes from clickorlando.com. Dead body guy calling it a career. All right. Chuck Lamb credited with 11 on-screen deaths. Oh, okay. A man who gained fame playing corpses in television shows and movies is getting ready to say his final goodbye and retire. All right. So this is a guy who he made a career as yeah. an actor,
0: but all but he was doing was playing dead guys. He was just playing dead guys. Wow. And so he's going to retire? He's going to
1: retire. The Columbus Dispatch reported that Chuck Lamb says he originally pursued his acting career as a bucket list thing. Lamb dubbed himself the Dead Body Guy in hopes of getting roles, and he set up a website under that name. His debut was in 2006 in the TV show What I Like About You. Did you ever watch What I Like About You? I don't think so. I didn't. I didn't know there was an episode of the Dead Guy.
0: I don't even remember the show. Yeah,
1: anyway. The 60-year-old is credited with 11 on-screen deaths and has been profiled by the New York Times and wow. other news outlets. So that's a pretty prestigious, yeah. you know, uh, periodical. Lamb said he now believes his story of achievement makes people feel good. He said that he would like to be on The Walking Dead before retiring to his Florida home. Okay,
0: but do a zombie. <laughs> yeah, do a that, zombie. That makes sense.
1: So I, I wish him well. I hope I hope he gets his role. On The Walking Dead, I hope he has a great retirement in Florida. When one day, if the Lord tarries and he does pass away, I hope maybe they bring him out of retirement right. to continue working. <laughs>
0: you know? Well, I mean, I just want to throw my hat in the ring. with any talent <laughs> agents out there or anything, I am excellent at laying down and being still. <laughs> hey. Really, one of the few skill sets I feel like I've mastered yeah. is just being still. And, yeah, I close my eyes and I'll do it. I'll be a dead guy. Like
1: like Drag the Destroyer when yeah. he said, "You can't see me." That's right, I've mastered invisibility.
0: I'll do. I'll do it. You know, I just if somebody's got to step up to the plate, and yeah. I feel like I'm the guy for the job, so I'll do it. You want a dead guy holler at me? You know, I mean, I'll I can do it. Can I take a nap during it? I don't see why not. Right. I mean, it not matter. You're dead. Right.
1: Right. So. Yeah. This is a career that you can actually, after passing away, you can actually come back out of retirement and continue working. Yeah, that's right. Continue working after you're dead.
0: That still makes me chuckle. (laughs) Yeah. All right. So let's start out and talk about Cajun Curl. Our sponsor, world-famous, Bayou blended, Cajun Curl spices. You can get them at uh, their website, which is CajunCurl.com. You can order the spice there, or you can get their Cajun Curl Cutter for Potatoes. So check it out on Cajun Curl. Cajun Curl's amazing. I love it. Sprinkle some under my arms this morning. I had Cajun women crawling all over me all day long. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) It was created on the Elm Bayou in Evangeline Parish, Louisiana, and it's a seasoning that goes on everything. If you like cooking or eating, this is a spice for you cajun curl bayou blended spice goes well with chicken beef pork potatoes and anything else you can think of putting it on Uh, their spiral potato cutter is absolutely amazing it's easy to use and it's easy to clean and allow you to make your own chips using the cajun curl spice if you want to turn your next cookout or event up a notch, imagine whipping up a batch of homemade potato chips. Ain't nobody else doing that, you know, around you. Your neighbors aren't bringing over homemade potato chips. You can do it. You go to CajunCurl.com, get their uh, Cajun Curl chip cutter, and uh, and get it going. You put the little spice on there, you fry them up. They're amazing. Um, on the website, you can not only order Bayou Blended Spice, the original Bayou Blended Spice, but the chip cutter, and you can also find recipes that are absolutely amazing. You can locate your nearest retailer or order your own. If your local grocer doesn't carry world-famous Cajun Curl Bayou Linda Spice, ask them to start stocking it. Now, locally, they're carried at Bowels. Uh, on, on Scotland. On Skyland. And they are carried at South's Finest Meats. South's Finest Meats, yes. Right. And so if
1: you, if you cannot wait yeah. and you're local and you got to have it now and i yeah. understand that right you can
0: uh you can head on down to the store and get some that's right all of their products are made in the usa so you can not only enjoy the taste of cajun curl but you can also feel patriotic while you enjoy your meal you feel like hulk hogan and <laughs> thomas jefferson had a baby and that's you eating a pork chop <laughs> made with cajun curl um, it's all natural and it's low salt and it has a little kick to it but it doesn't burn your lips uh, World-famous Cajun Curl Bayou Blended Spice. Taste the spice, but not the heat. Trademark Christopher Wilson Sullivan for that <laughs> that slogan. www.cajuncurl.com. Check them out and use the promo code oddity to get a 0% discount.
1: All right, John. Did we have a for real review? We had a for real,
0: <laughs> a, a for real, for real review. Let me, oh man, I had it pulled up. Hang on. Let me get here to it. Sorry. We'll have to, uh. We probably won't edit this part. Just let everybody listen to me fumble around on the phone. It'll be cool.
1: And me smack the microphone around.
0: Yeah, that's even that's even better. What you, you're getting real stuff here. Not edited and <laughs> produced. You know, this is real.
1: And everyone listening, I don't know if y'all have noticed this, but we actually had to work today. We're recording this way early in the week. Yeah. And we are off our game. <laughs> We've yeah. just been sitting here just <laughs> talking. Just been, yeah. <laughs> this may be one
0: of the most entertaining episodes ever, though. You know. Yeah. Um okay so this one comes from us uh comes from Johnny the Longshoreman. Um and the title is Odd Dreamer. Ah uh. yeah there you go. I dreamed about the Earth Oddity podcast all night last night. Kept waking up laughing. The dream ended with their bed and breakfast style prison reviews. <laughs> <laughs> LOL R-O-F-L, I I highly recommend <laughs> this podcast. Looking forward to the next download. So thank you, Johnny the Longshoreman. I got a pretty good idea who that is. Yeah. And that is
1: absolutely worth ten dollars. That's what yeah. we're looking for here. That's right. That's send the- us
0: a, send us an email.
1: We are earth at net. Tell us an address to send it and where you want your $10 gift card to. And yeah. we'll have your prize out to you exactly. next week.
0: Yeah, man. And, you know, appreciate all your support, Johnny Longshoreman. You're not the only man who's woken up dreaming about me. <laughs> I'll just say that. <laughs> Won't be the last either. Yeah, you know? I mean, when you get the looks I got, it happens. So it's fine. Yes, yeah, so we thank you for all your support. We want to encourage everyone to give us an iTunes review. You know, it helps us with our visibility. We want to encourage
1: everyone to dream about us. Yeah,
0: dream about you me. Know. That's fine. Yeah, <laughs> that's fine. I mean, I'm off limits. You can dream, but not touch. Yeah, <laughs> treat yourself. Yeah, but you can dream about me. I'm quite humorous in dreams. In my own <laughs> dreams, I am. <laughs> um, which, yeah, I don't dream a whole lot that I remember. You know, I know I, dream, I, I sleep too heavy. Yeah, me too.
1: I, occasionally, I will remember dreams, and if I don't. If I don't sit up and write them down, or at least go over them, you know, like several times in my head, I'll forget about them. Right. But yes, sometimes I have some, and I try to, I try to. Tell my wife immediately yeah. because they're just too precious to let go.
0: I was always think like, you know, in the Old Testament, people would have, you know, like very meaningful <laughs> dreams right. from the Lord. And I'm just like, he just must not use me like that. You know, that's or not, maybe
1: you're just not paying attention.
0: Right. <laughs> I was like, Maybe I like stay up so late and sleep so few hours. there's just not an opportunity to get a vision <laughs> yeah. in, you know, like I'm not getting the prophecy or whatever I'm supposed <laughs> to get the you know, people used to get. Which I you know I don't really work like that anymore. Just, just being right. funny here. I don't need a email from all the hardliners out there. We're just making jokes, okay?
1: Yeah.
0: Well, let's see. I, I, don't cut any of this out. Leave it all in there, you know?
1: Where did I put my
0: outro? Let's just, I mean, let's just... uh I think it's even better without it. We'll just cut it in later. <laughs> you so, have been
1: listening to Earth Oddity Podcast, and we thank you so much for listening to us, no matter where you get us, whether you get us from iTunes, uh, Overcast, Acast, cast Stitcher, Podcast...
0: Uh, Podcast Republic? Podcast Addict. Ooh, Podcast attic. Uh like, Google like a, Play Music. Like Addicted Addict? Yeah. Okay. There's all an right. app for that. Not like Attic like your mom's Addict, where all your <laughs> right. old blue exactly. jersey doll. Okay. And, YouTube. You and yeah. On YouTube, yeah, right. Yeah. Check out our YouTube. You know, but well, it's there's not us on there, but the audio's up. Right, the audio's up. It,
1: if it, all the audio apps are better, yeah. But if you just you know, if, if YouTube is your only access to podcast, yeah. which is not, so I don't even know why we need to. Do.
0: Because it's YouTube. We're there. <laughs> <Yeah>. We're there. <laughs> We're building an online presence, <laughs> right. Absolutely We're, We got our brand out there We got to be on YouTube We'll have video up one day Maybe Yeah, no, one day we One day yeah. yeah I mean, Joe Rogan can do it, we can do it Of course, we, we just didn't gotta, host Fear Factor, but whatever
1: We got to get to that point Right now, I'm using a, a 10-year-old laptop Spent- we got a card table in my mom's bedroom. <laughs>
0: this is gonna be the best outro ever. Maybe we should start a Patreon. <laughs> everyone just donate. Yeah. Just give us some money. If you like
1: this and I don't know why you would, but yeah. if you do, give us some money. And <laughs> we'll make it better.
0: Yeah, we can make it better. We'll be more professional. But maybe our unprofessionalism is our charm. Yeah. You know, it's like a certain you know, like that's what draws people to it. Because you can get polished and produce podcasts that are perfect, and then you got us. And then there's us. And then there's us who's real. We got deep Southern accents, you know. We <laughs> we're coughing and snorting and all this stuff that we do, and it's great. You know, it's good to me, So you
1: can email the show. We are Earth Odyssey. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I forgot, we were doing
1: the outro. I need to play the Benny Hill music. <laughs> That's great.
0: <laughs> well, yeah, so email us it's earth oddity at, at planetmill.net planet Yeah, you can find what? us on Twitter. That's are uh, at, at, at underscore earth yes. Let's keep saying it all together.
1: <laughs> uh
0: find us on Instagram, same handle at underscore earth oddity. Join the Facebook group earth authority podcast a lot of fun stuff goes yeah. on there i mean it's it's popping and jumping you know yeah, shout out to miss Hollinsworth there are active
1: there are thousands of, of groups out there who you know you got your admins yeah uh, we do it if you go post something in our group you will be heard right you know, yes. it's a perfect place yeah. to go be heard yeah
0: right if you just want to talk about whatever yeah yeah you know, unload your problems on us I will say, at this point, we have no
1: rules. None. <laughs> Anybody it's, can post anything. It's the Wild Wild West. And as long as as long as everyone can remember that there may be some young children in there too, yeah, right. we won't enforce
0: any yeah, rules, right? But yeah. as long as you can, yeah, if everybody just, I mean, let's just all be use cool. some common sense, yeah, common sense. That's nobody you has can, that anymore.
1: <laughs> you can, yeah. Uh, at this point, your post doesn't have to be approved by us. So. <laughs> Uh, Maybe I shouldn't have said that.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, that's fine. Come on. People join up and interact with us. Yeah, absolutely. I know you're listening. We see the downloads. Yeah. So I mean it's not tiny downloads as many times as we've getting downloads. Maybe so. it was
1: at first, yeah, but no, it's not now. I had about <laughs> I had about seven different
0: <laughs> podcast apps on my phone at one time. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, I took all those off. Yeah, I do have a new Apple ID. I can do a new review from. Awesome. I just remember. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Ooh, it's on Thomas's phone. I need to get him to just do it.
1: Yeah, yeah. Totally.
0: Yeah, I'll make him do it. And we
1: hope y'all have a
0: <laughs> hope y'all have a good week. Thanks for listening, guys.
1: Yes, uh, Earth Oddity for the Fringe Radio Network, on and off. Awesome. All right. This has been a very odd production.